What's up, everybody? You are listening to For Me Para Ti by Pamela Chavez, a.k.a. Mela. Thank you for coming back if you have been listening. Um, I really appreciate it. If you are new here, welcome. I hope you stay and enjoy yourself because I enjoy recording these episodes for you all and and having a conversation um, because I enjoy myself too. Friendly reminder, if you are driving while listening to this podcast, please be safe, put on your seatbelt, pay attention to the road. I know that's common sense, but just a reminder, um, please be safe. I know a lot of people drive while listening to podcasts, Um, but yes, grab a drink. It doesn't have to be alcoholic or not, (laughs) whatever you want to do or whatever you're doing. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Um... I did think long and hard on what to talk about today, um, but I just have to discuss about what's been going on this week and for months and for years, which is racism and violence in America, and I feel like me not talking about it is sweeping it under the rug and, and being more it comes off being more disrespectful. You know, of course, I don't want to keep reminding um, people of terrible things that happen in the world. I know ugly things happen every day. Um, and I know it's it's very mentally draining, especially um, if you're part of the African-American population. Um, I can only imagine what you all feel um, every day it, watching the news and how you must feel just going out of your homes. Um, my heart really does go out to you all because I guess I am a person of color, but um, I do have white privilege in, in some ways because I do pass as white. Um, and if you're new here, um, a Mexican-American, and I don't have brown skin, so I do, you know, quote, pass as a white woman, um, so I will never have that fear of feeling unsafe, um, in certain situations, but, um, I do grieve with you all, and it does weigh heavy on me, um, every time I get the news of another black man or woman or child gets viciously murdered um, due to hate crime, especially coming from police officers. So um, I'm going to be talking about that. Just a warning if you don't want to listen. I totally understand. You can come back whenever you're ready. Um, but I know mental health is more important. Um, and yeah, I, I wanted to record this episode, um, Wednesday, right now I'm recording on Thursday, and I always have a new episode on Fridays, um, but I really just couldn't bring myself to recording an episode, um, because when I record an episode, I, I try to... Um, not force it, if that makes sense. I don't want to just record an episode just because, oh, I need to do it at a certain timeline um, or due date. Um, I want to really be excited and have um, the right mind space to do so. Um, But I feel like I'll, I'll just keep it real that this week, it hasn't been a good week, you know, um, and, and I'm not saying it's like, oh, boohoo, sorry me, it's more so of, I'm very outraged and heartbroken, and I, I, I'm grieving with you all that hate crimes continue to happen, um, based on race, you know, yes, um, 
hate crimes unfortunately happen every single day but when you see it coming from a police officer that supposedly police officers are supposed to protect us when um, a murder is on the loose or if, if someone is doing horrible horrible damaging things in society you know yes you know y- you do try to hope that the police can take care of it but when the hate and the violence and murder behaviors is happening from police officers that really messes up with your psyche of so many levels number one you start to realize of like dang the people that we look up to or depend on to protect us from murderers and violence and all the other horrible things in our society we depend on police officers and number two you know we know that police officers do have a lot of power they are seen as superior and authority and you know what you say and do can be held against you in the court of law all 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 these um titles and details that we see in police officers and when a police officer um murders an innocent man um with no weapon with his bare body with his just his body um it really just brings a lot of questions and it is very heartbreaking because you realize i mean i've always had some type of hope of oh not all police officers are are bad people um but i'm i'm sorry i'm i'm at the point where I I don't think I'll ever see police officers in a positive light. I hope one day I will. Um I I hope I see um a police officer in person or experience it for myself of oh yeah, there are good police officers out there um protecting us, but I I I really can't see it anymore. I I can't see them with respect i don't feel like they are there to protect us anymore um because if if it is true that there are good police officers out there what happened this week um it was more than one officer um he did the killing but there were other police officers around unfortunately i can't remember how many police officers were there um but i think four it was total the man that did the murder um the killing and then i think three others were around him and none of them did nothing you know um so they're just as guilty as the man that actually dead to killing and anyone with a com- common sense um would know that you are killing him even standbyers that were there um were saying get off of him he can't breathe he's saying he can't breathe he's in pain um and rest in peace George Floyd and all who have been murdered even who don't have the footage for people to see what happened you know it so happened that we have you know recorded evidence of what happened 
but I can't only imagine how many others have been murdered by police officers and there's no proof. Like there's no video footage or, or voice recording uh, for to bring it to light. Um, and it is really frustrating because we do have proof of these hate crimes, but white men in, in our society only get a patner and wrist. They're not punished as they should. Um, and that is what is infuriating everybody in and I think now people are to the point that being peaceful about it, it's not helping, you know, and, and I'm not saying, you know, we should, you know, beat up every police officer or, or things like that. But I think anyone in their right mind should be outraged um, because... It, it and it's sad because of course there's always going to be horrible people that's just life you know there's always going to be you know jealousy there's always going to be um greed there's always going to be cheating and and violence and all these horrible things but this shouldn't be happening of there's clear evidence and witnesses that that man should that man and all the police officers that were there that day should be arrested and the only update that i know is they were fired but there needs to be more of a punishment arrest them they should have been arrested since as soon as the information was released they should have been arrested and obviously be in prison for murder because it's clearly murder and what's even more disgusting and monstrous is he murdered a man that didn't have any weapons, didn't do anything wrong. And whatever happened to no one is guilty until proven otherwise in court. So let's say, okay, he was going to arrest George. Okay. But you did not have to strangle him with your body weight, with your knee. And clearly, it's heartbreaking that he, George, was shouting that he couldn't breathe. And people might say, oh, well, he probably, probably he didn't listen because, you know, people sometimes say certain things to escape but anyone with common sense knows that if you put a massive amount of pressure in someone's neck someone's throat for over eight minutes he did it for over eight minutes clearly that person is either going to pass out or die and no one, anyone with, with common sense who knows that that's, that is so gruesome. Like this time it wasn't a gunshot or multiple gunshots. It was voluntarily murder with physical body interaction. Now, I don't recommend watching the video. Um, it's 
really painful to watch. Um, I only saw a small piece of it um, because I was curious to to know if if anyone was trying to convince the police officer to stop. And there was there was bystanders shouting, saying to stop that you're you're strangling him. He can't breathe and um, just handcuff him or there's other options to do it you you don't have to be so physically aggressive um so that gave me a little bit more peace knowing that people did try to stop it some way shape or how but what's disgusting is the other police officers didn't speak up um but I don't want to just talk about that specific incident. Um, I do want to say this is for um, people who are white. If you are white yourself, um, I hope you're listening to try to understand. I know, we know, we all know that not every person who is white is racist. You know, we know that. However, I hope you understand that you do have privilege and an advantage just because you're white. Yes, maybe you're middle class or poor class or maybe on food stamps right now or struggling financially right now and so sometimes um, you might think oh if I have privilege then why am I struggling you do have privilege when it comes to if you were to be in a process of being arrested you won't be fearing your life you won't be fearing your life if you are jogging in a nice neighborhood because you won't be seen as a threat. You have the privilege to try to purchase any house and not be racially profiled and discriminated because you're black. A lot of people of color are rejected to be able to buy a house at a specific area. And you might say, oh, that's racism, the discrimination, that's not possible. It happens. And it's called under the table racism, where they don't tell you to your face of, oh no, we're not letting you get this house or go to this school or whatever because you're black. They're not going to see it to your face, but they're going to figure out a way to reject you to make it look like that you just don't qualify when in reality, they just don't want you there. You have so many advantages when you are white. So many. I can literally just list them all, but we would be here forever. And I know, I'm sure you have heard of the phrase, I don't see color. Or maybe you have said it yourself. I don't see color. Here is a wake-up call. That saying that is actually racist. And let me tell you why. Because... You do need to see color because you will see how people are being treated. You will see that racism still exists. You will see that not much has changed. Yes, you can go inside of a store with all kinds of people But under the table, people are getting discriminated and murdered 
for just being a person of color. And saying I don't see color is invalidating people's experience of racism. Because they are reminded every single day that society continues to try to isolate them or try to get rid of them. So saying that you don't see color is invalidating people's pain and suffering and their experience of racism. Now, of course, you can say, oh, I... I don't mind if I date someone who is black or whatever. Like, we're, we're not talking about that. But saying I don't see color is invalidating the fact that there is racism. That racism experiences are happening. And I, I understand when when people try to say that as in, you know... I get where they're coming from, you know, maybe it's from good intentions, but saying that isn't just ignoring the fact that that racism exists. Um, so that's just something I, I really had to get out of my chest because, you know, small pieces here and there, um is invalidating people's experiences. Um, so if, if you have said that at some point in your life, you know, don't be hard on yourself. Uh, what matters is, is what you do now. Um, so I want, I want to move on to uh, what should we do? You know, um, like, if, if you're like me, I... I am very just frustrated and heartbroken because I, I I wish I could, I don't know, do something, you know? Have you ever felt that helplessness of if you have a friend and they're going through depression or a heartbreak or, or something and you just, you wish you can do more? Like, you wish you can just take away their pain and, and make them feel better? or Well, that's how I feel right now. Of every time I hear uh, another black man or woman or child is viciously murdered due to hate crime, I wish I can do more. And... Sometimes um, it feels like, oh, well, if terrible happens every day, terrible things happen every single day, then there's not much that we can do. But there is a lot that we can do. There are a lot of things that we can do. Um, if you can, and, and you don't have to be a person of color to, to do these things. And I feel like, especially if you are white, you have more of an advantage to be heard in society. Um, and we need um, white allies more than ever. Of, of course, racism has always been an issue in this country, but... If, if you really want to help out, we need y'all. Because there are more white people in this country than there are people of color. And again, the white population is respected more in, in society. So if you all in some way do your part, then justice can happen. But we can't do it alone. And, and don't ever feel like, oh, I'm white. It's not my place to talk about it. It's not my place to um, go march. Like, what, what, would, what good does that do? But you don't realize that 
we need you all. Um, so what we can all do if if there are protests in your area, do that. You know, please be safe. Um, but please protest. Speak up. If you have a family member that says some racist crap, speak up. I don't care if it's your mother, your grandparent, whoever. If they're saying some horrible, disgusting things, even if they're saying, oh, it was a joke. No. Because words are powerful. It always starts with a joke on Thanksgiving or a family gathering of that racist family member that has to say some racist, messed up thing. And and no one says anything because, oh, it's family. Or that wasn't their intention. No. That shouldn't be allowed. Because words equals what they really have in their heart. And whatever they have in their heart... It's going to come out some way and hurt someone. Rather, it's, you know, racially profiling someone or murder or whatever. I'm not saying uh, your racist family member will murder someone. But, you know, their actions in some way will come out. If it's not murder, it's going to come out by the way they talk to people or just behave around people of color. So you can start by educating your family now of course you know if it it escalates you know there's only so much that you can do but speak up don't laugh it off don't ignore it educate them have you know try to be calm um and have a conversation about it um i've had I have family members that have said some messed up things, not about race, but um, about, um, I have homophobic family members, and I try my best to speak up all the time if they say some homophobic things, and it's, don't get me wrong, it's very uncomfortable, it's very uncomfortable, and I don't like confrontation, um, I don't like stirring a pot. It's awkward. Um, and yes, sometimes ends up being a fight or an argument. Um, so then I just, you know, just let it go. Um, because unfortunately we can't change people's mindsets. However, at least say something. At least spark that inside of them that what they're saying is not okay that you're not going to laugh it off or ignore it keep reminding them that what their words that they're saying are hurtful and disgusting and even if it's a joke or oh it was just something no like let them know what they're saying is not okay now of course it's up to them if they want to change but at least remind them, keep reminding them that that what they're saying is not okay. Another thing that you can do is just listen. I don't think we listen to each other enough. Even that's something I'm learning to do myself is to just shut up and listen. So many times when an African... American dies in the hands of a police officer, the comments I see all the time is, oh, were they resisting arrest? Were they trying to fight them back? Were, what, what, what were they doing? And that right there says a lot about them. Because you're excusing the fact that they were murdered, that there should be a reason. No, there's no good reason to kill someone unarmed and in a hate crime. Like I, I, I always hear of like, oh, but what were they doing? It doesn't matter. 
it, it doesn't matter what they did or didn't do. You don't see a pattern. You don't see a pattern that it's always usually a black man unarmed being killed by a white man. You don't see a pattern. You don't see a pattern. Stop making excuses as to what coulda, shoulda, woulda to trying to find a good reason on what happened. Honey, it's racism and people taking advantage of their power. I, I, I don't understand why I mean, of course, you know, it, it happens all the time, but that's just so frustrating when people say, okay, but what did they do? What do you mean, what did they do? Like, especially, let's say, if a police officer does need to shoot for whatever reason, from what I know, it's unnecessary to shoot someone 20 times. It's unnecessary. A lot of black men who are unarmed are shot by police officers so many times. You don't see nothing wrong with that? It's unnecessary. Like, let's say they they shot a black man because, oh, they, they felt threatened. But 20 times? How much anger and and hatred do you have to shoot someone unarmed 20 times? Like, there's so many patterns and and so much proof that what's happening is, is linked to racism and hate and people abusing their power. It is so clear. And that's why the reason I bring this up is because... People need to start listening and and put to the side of, oh, what happened? What's the real reason why it happened? Just listen. The black community is continues to have a grieving loss because I can only compare it to... Um, when I hear updates about um, immigrants trying to cross the border and parents are separated from their children and how they're treated very inhumane, they're treated like animals, it doesn't matter what they did or didn't do, they're being treated like animals and being put in inhumane environments. And every time I hear children die because they were separated by their parents and all these horrible things that this country does to immigrants. It shatters my heart each time because I'm part of that community. That could have been my parents. Thank God my parents are now citizens and and I don't have to worry anymore that they can be deported but I know people that their parents are not citizens and now they're terrified more than ever that they can be deported and be treated like animals like that and so whenever I hear that happening in my community it shatters my heart And I can only imagine, I already feel so frustrated and heartbroken when I see another innocent African-American being murdered on the streets and the murderer doesn't get locked away. I'm furious and disgusted and, and frustrated. And I can only imagine if I was black myself. So 
damn right people have every right to be angry and it's even more frustrating when people just don't listen stop with the oh what happened though we don't know the full story there's always two sides to every story when clearly there's evidence and videos sometimes more than one video of evidence on on, on what happened and they still try to make excuses just listen and i know if if you're listening um you know i'm i'm sure you're a great person um but i think everyone um we all sometimes struggle to listen to each other and not just about racism but just with anything you know um sometimes when i talk about um discrimination that happens to people with disabilities and i'm talking to someone that doesn't have a disability themselves um i feel like i'm talking to a wall sometimes because the things that they say um i feel like they're not really listening you know um of course sometimes people without disabilities will never know what it's truly like to be disabled in this country you know but if you're just listening to just respond then i feel like i'm just talking to a wall now if you're listening and if you have follow up questions there's nothing wrong with follow up questions but certain questions really shows that you're not listening and i've done that before i'm not perfect sometimes for example if i'm <laughs> like you all know it if you've had those moments where you're arguing with a significant other or a friend or whatever um you don't listen because you're just angry or you just want to <laughs> bring up your point of view or you want to be right and you just don't listen and then what ends up happening is the argument becomes longer or feelings get hurt or you're just anger and there's no solution um and i feel like that is what's continuing to happen is um people are having conversations but no one's really listening um and i hope you know whoever's listening um right now to this podcast you know i'm sure you're great but what i mean is you know if you're white <clears throat> please just just listen and believe people's stories if you were to just listen you would be so surprised that not much has changed and it's sad not much has changed and maybe you you never realized because you know you're not black so you don't get to fear life every single day and and you don't think twice before you leave your house and and all these other things, you know? Um but start by listening. If if you feel like you want to do something to help what's going on, start by with yourself of just listening. Um and having a conversation with your family. um also if you're you're um if you are white and you have mixed kids please please stay informed and watch what you say i i was shocked um i think it was last month i saw uh, a woman that i know well i don't personally know her but uh i follow her on social media. We follow each other on social media. Um I'm not going to give too much details because I don't want people to put 
connect the dots, those who know me personally and stuff. Um, but this woman, um, she's white, and she only has one child that's mixed, um, and all her other kids are white. Uh, which is nothing wrong with that. Like, okay. But she is a Trump supporter. And, <laughs> you know, I don't want to get into politics right now, but uh, that's just heartbreaking to me because Trump has said some really disgusting things um, with uh, people of color and, and just the things he um stands for the things he stands for and it's just heartbreaking that a a white woman of a mother of a mixed child um is a trump supporter um i'm sorry that that to me was very heartbreaking because i do see sometimes um white mothers who have mixed children um they don't learn how to do their child hair if their hair is um african american texture um they don't learn how to style their hair they don't learn um to correct themselves of the things that they say sometimes um i know a lot of people fetish size um dating someone outside of their race there's nothing wrong with dating someone out your race. You know, I, I am currently dating someone who is African-American and I'm Mexican, but, you know, I do pass as white sometimes in society. And um, I have always just, I, I try to be mindful of, there's, there's a difference between having a preference and fetishizing, if that makes sense. Um, like, if you are planning to date someone outside of your culture and outside of your race or religion or whatever, please be mindful. You know? Learn their culture. Learn the things that they experience in society. You know? Um, let's say, for example, if you're someone without a disability and you're dating someone with a disability, you know, at some point while dating them, you do have to learn what your partner goes through and be an ally and realize that, oh, dang, like, my partner goes through things that I never thought in a million years that people go through. Same thing with if you're white and you're dating a person of color, you're going to have to really, truly um open your eyes to another point of view in the world that you don't get to experience and keep in mind that one day maybe you will have a child um who is black or asian or or, or whoever you know um and and realize that your child will be treated differently than you are than 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 what you get treated. If you're white and you have a child who is black and your child, you know, is considered black in society um, more than white, your child will experience discrimination in ways that you have never experienced yourself. And you have to be ready for that. You have to be ready to have those conversations with your child. And it's uncomfortable. No one wants to tell their child, hey, you're black, and in society, people are going to mistreat you. It's truly heartbreaking.
And I know that if God ever gives gives me the gift of becoming a mother one day, um, I don't plan to have biological children. Um, but I do think about one day, um, if it's God's will, I... I and, and my boyfriend um, decide to adopt. Um, we do plan to uh, adopt a black child or a child of color. And I'm already afraid of my future child's future. If that makes sense. Like, especially more than ever. I mean, growing up, um, I'm really grateful that I grew up with um, all kinds of people, um, not just my Mexican culture, but all, all kinds of people. Um, and even till this day, I'm always learning, you know, just because I grew up with black culture and, and the black community doesn't mean I know it all, you know, doesn't mean I know what being black experience feels like but um I think more than ever as an adult um I am now thinking ahead of the future of one day whenever the universe gives me a child I have to be ready to answer my child's question I need to be ready that one day my child will come home crying because a child is bullying them because they're black, because of their hair or the way they look or whatever. I, I need to be completely be ready because number one, again, yes, I am a person of color, but... I'm not black and of course it's not fun to have a conversation with your child that yes people are going to mistreat you in this world and you have to be confident and strong and and to not let it get to you Um, there is a popular psychological study it's called the doll test I think um, or watch the documentary you can look it up for free on YouTube it's called American Denial it's on YouTube and it's a test that they did with children um, and they still do that test every now and then um, so the test is they put a child in a room of course, with parental permission. Um, And they hand them to baby dolls. They give them a white doll and a black doll. And they mostly test um, black children um, in this test. And they ask the children, who is the bad doll? Which doll is bad? And the majority of them point to the black doll. And they say the black doll is bad. And then they ask them, which one is a good doll? And they point to the white doll. And then they ask them, which one looks like you? And they point to the black doll. Usually they do. Um, And that test shows that black children at a very young age acknowledge that society sees black as a threat or labeled as bad. And there's so much studies there's so many studies and and 
psychology and other things, I mean, sociology, um, that shows that black children do um, struggle with low self-esteem sometimes and academics and in in many aspects in their lives because they do see through their experiences and in the media that the black community does get mistreated and how they navigate those feelings throughout their lives growing up. It's a very insightful study, but it's also very heartbreaking. Um, so I really do recommend watching that documentary. Um, you can find it on YouTube. It's called American Denial. It really does go through history and what continues to happen in this country that this country is in denial of racism. And we still treat it as though slavery never happened and like move on. It happened a long time ago. And um, this country doesn't admit 100% that racism still happens and how it affects children. Um, and it's just really heartbreaking because I saw that documentary last year for school um, because I studied sociology. And so I learned um, how race and all that affects in our society um, and what's been happening on, in the news and in our world today really made me think about that documentary of like, dang, that this continues to happen. And, and it's really heartbreaking to know that um, children more than ever um, are experiencing a lot of anxiety and unfortunately maybe low self-esteem um, if they hear their family discuss another black man who was murdered, um, how they're dealing through that nowadays. So, not only adults are drained listening to the news, but I can't only imagine what children are listening nowadays when they hear another black man was murdered. Um, how innocent little boys who are black, um, how it can affect their psyche growing up, that one day they will be seen as a threat um, in society. And they have to be taught at a very young age to be safe. And it's sad. It's sad. It's so freaking sad that children who are black need to think twice of their every move. And it's just frustrating um, that that's even a conversation today, but that's just the reality. And us not talking about it, it's doing more of damage than, than good. Um, and I don't know, it's just, I can go on forever of how all this what's going on um, is going to hurt the children in the future and right now. Um, and I, I am already afraid of my future child. Um, of, of what they'll experience because I guess any parent, you know, they want to protect their child from any harm, you know. When you're a parent, I can only imagine of, you know, you want to protect them um, in all types of ways, <laughs> you know. If your child is learning how to ride a bike, you know, you're kind of like, oh, no, I don't want them to fall, you know, and scrape their knee or whatever or Whenever your child is sick, you're like, you just want to make them feel better, you know? Um, but unfortunately, if you are a parent to um, a black child in our society, you do have to live with that anxiety every day of one day 
society won't won't see your child as um as cute and innocent like you do um and it's unfortunately something that parents have to go through that white parents who have white children don't have to go through um so yeah i wish i could end this episode in a fun and happy energy note but unfortunately this is just the reality of this week i hope next week we get better news of those police officers well ex-police officers already arrested and in the process of being accused by law that they're murderers um so let's just keep doing our part in any way that we can um and to not just do hashtags for just this week and then just forget about it no we need to continue to have a conversation and listen to one another and just do our part in any way that we can um because yes there's only so much that we can do we can't solve every world problem but we can start with ourselves if you grew up in a racist household well then break the racism history in your and your in your family history you know you change start with yourself um if you are black and you're listening to this um i'm grieving with you my heart is with you my thoughts and prayers are um in your community you know and and i know you're probably sick of hearing that too um but just know that i'm just as sick and tired of it as you are and i wish this wouldn't happen anymore so thank you all for listening i really appreciate it um i hope next week it's a better week for all of us please be safe be kind be mindful of what you say and do um if you would like to follow me on social media um my instagram is mela m e l a underscore the t h e underscore great g r e a t and you can also follow me on twitter um please be safe um i'll talk to you all next week share this podcast with your friends and family um and just take care of your mental health because i think we need that more than ever um after seeing back to back terrible news um continue to practice safe social distancing um be safe with you know keeping your hands clean and if you go out in public please wear a mask i know we're all sick of that too but unfortunately there hasn't been much of a a solution to cure to prevent coronavirus so let's continue to be safe with that too Um I love you all. Please be safe and I'll talk to you all in the next episode. See ya. Yeah.